Welcome to the AA Show. All right, Alex Show. My name is BK. This is March 22nd, 2017. How was your spring? How was you, how was you, Alex? Are you listening? Are you listening? I hope you do. I need your feedback. Right, anyways, uh, how's your spring been? It's been, uh, what, 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 third day into the spring? Oh, happy belated St. Patrick's Day, by the way. I completely forgot there was a St. Patrick's Day Friday. Seems to be happening a lot. I'm forgetting the days. The significant days, holidays, drinking days, all those things, you know. Uh, to be honest, it didn't feel like, uh, what was it, St. Paddy's Day this past Friday. It was raining here a lot. We're getting a lot of rain here in Seattle this year, this winter. Uh, we, we got about a year's worth of uh, precipitation and water in about five and a half months. And it's been it's been drenched. We've been drenched quite a bit. And then, uh, you know, because c- of the daylight savings too, I think uh, we're... We're pretty like discombobulated, everybody. Because uh, of that, I think the sense of time and all that's not there either. And also, it, it didn't really, I didn't get the vibe of a St. Patty's Day. No one was wearing green, at, at least in my office. I didn't see a lot of people wearing green. Um, and, and no one was like clamoring to go to the bars and do bar hop. And because of the rain, it didn't really feel like bar hopping weather so much. So and I didn't really celebrate th- St. Patty's Day. But did I. Does that mean I didn't drink? Uh, I did. I did. I ended up drink. I ended up drinking non-beer, gin and tonic as always, Hendrix and tonic. Uh, after watching Logan, which I'm gonna get to in a little bit, and also Sunday, it turns out was the drinking day, which I didn't know. <laughs> like I guess Sunday became the unofficial holiday drinking Irish celebration day for everybody. I was in Portland uh, this past Sunday for like. Uh, eight hours or so i mostly i just want to go for a drive that was the only day it didn't rain it was sunny so i rolled down the windows i wanted to go for a drive it's, it's awkward sitting at home after traveling so much for eight nine weeks in a row and finally got a weekend and chill but sunday somewhere along the line i just said i need to get the fuck out of my house i need to get some fresh air and then the sun's up finally so i was I said I'll go for a 360-mile round-trip drive, and then uh, it was a really nice weather, good drive. I got food. I got the two mugs, Portland and Oregon, so now the mug count for the year here Starbucks mugs is up to 30, and um, I decided to open a Pinterest account and keep two boards, and I, I don't know how Pinterest works. I, I call it it's a girl social media. I said, how does this work? I, I don't know any guy who uses Pinterest, I'll be honest, so... If if you don't know how Pinterest works, you, you just basically pin things that you find online, mostly pictures, like inspirational messages or travel ideas or, in my case, just a mug collection. A lot of people just post. And Pinterest became the source where I can find all the different mugs from different cities, different countries, different states, different landmarks. So I decided to have two boards, one called the You're, uh, the You're Here mug so far. So the 30 I have, so I just like pin those so I can track which ones. And I can also share what the mugs that I have so far. Not my pictures, other people's. I just pin it. And the other one is like the goals or You're Here mugs goals. So I got up to about 78. Believe it or not, there's more than 100 around the world. The more came out. Uh, especially in foreign lands like in Australia, Belgium, Brussels. Somebody just found that in late December during the holiday season. And four new ones came out of Philippines. But um, I don't think I'll be visiting Philippines anytime soon if you don't know what the hell's going on in Philippines. It's it's very dangerous out there. One Korean guy got killed and I'm Korean descent, so I don't want to get targeted. You know what I mean? So I want to live. But anyways, the, the quest continues to be the king of Pinterest. I jokingly say it, but I really want to. So um, I, I also set the reminders on my phone 
where I have a list of the cities and states and landmarks that I visit. And I want to go pick up the mugs. I think I have about 58, and I've been crossing off each one that I got so far. So 30 is pretty good. And then uh, what am I going to do with all this? Uh, I don't know. Maybe hopefully it becomes $10,000 20 years from now. But uh, no, I'm not going to sell it. I just want to hoard it. I like the design. I'm going to keep it around. So there's that. And uh, so counters up to 30. Uh, I'm going to be in Austin, Texas next week. Somebody got me Dallas and Texas mugs last week after they visited the uh, did the business trip. I've been to Dallas and Texas already, so I just needed them back. I've been to Austin too, but the person didn't visit Austin at that time. I'm going to v- be visiting Austin myself, get some Salt Lake's barbecue. Other Southern barbecues out there, it's going to be 87 degrees. It's going to be stinking hot in March. Jesus, it's not even April or May. So... Looking forward to that trip. So I'm going to have a little bit of that uh, trip review next week. And then the Portland review. Eh, you know, Portland is Portland. It's the biggest hipster land you can ever find. Um, I'm actually thinking about going back in two, three weekends from now. So I'll have more feedback there. I, I, I didn't really spend much time other than getting food, hanging out in downtown, and looking at the weekend market, like a farmer's market kind of thing. Then I just came back. I, I just want to go for a drive. It was a it was a good opportunity and a good weather to do it. So uh, what happened? Uh, other life updates. I got down to 155. I met my weight goal. So I'm ready to fight Conor McGregor. I know Floyd Mayweather unretired. I know if, like what was it? Conor McGregor's talking a lot of shit to get this fight going. I got to 155. I got to his level. I met the UFC lightweight. It's been a long arduous journey. Uh. I talked about the weight a little bit last week, but then I'm, I'm at a stable 155, 157 level. Right now, I think I'm at like 156.8. I can just feel it. A lot of water weight. Um, by the way, uh, when you, it's been what now? Four months? Close to five months because I started calorie counting and more conscious effort of weight cutting since early December. Eight people actually came up last Thursday and told me, wow, I lost a lot of weight. I said, yeah, I did. Five of those people said, <laughs> asked me if I were all right, if I were sick. And I'm like, oh, no, do I look, do I look like I have a terminal illness or something? It was like, no, I, I actually feel fantastic because, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of not just calorie counting and cutting fat and, you know, focusing on, you know, white meat, protein broccolis and you know a bit of the what was it carbohydrates for the energy i i feel way more agile I, f- I feel more awake then again i'm consuming more coffee to kind of energize me daily so maybe that's why but i feel great i feel very lean i need to get leaner i, I have the last few sheds of pounds that i want to get rid of on my tummy so i can look handsome like kendall jenner or something but um, I, I I overall I feel great. My legs feel strong. I don't I don't feel like I have flabby legs and flabby triceps anymore. Um, am I rock hard? Do I have a rock hard bar- body or something? No, not yet. But you know, it's getting there. I I feel like I'm I'm at a toning stage. I I'm trying to get to the nacho V shape or whatever, so I can look all right. I can be presentable. I don't want to be a miserable fuck. I want to be a fuckable fuck. That's what it is. So there. So there's a weight update. And then uh, my dad suggested before he saw me three months ago or so, said, oh, why don't I get down to 65 kilograms, which is actually 145 pounds, which is another weight class down. I already went down two weight classes. So that's featherweight. And I'm like, ah. And then I was like, wow, 145. I'm going to look like a fucking chopstick. And then uh, 
I don't know. I'm actually thinking about it. It's like, whew, I, I'll take that as a next challenge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna be lean, mean, gene over here. So um, I'm contemplating, but I'm happy at 155. Then again, when I was at 165, 160, I felt like, you know what? I should probably stay around here. And then I just kept going. So uh, you know, let's see. Uh, the most important thing is like right now, I'm I'm increasing my reps at a lighter weight i'm not increasing the weight so much i'm not trying to bulk up like arnold like oh, i'm gonna be mr universe and be the governor like i'm not trying to get that level i don't want to get bulky bulky i want to be just like lean and just be skinny for once because i wasn't i haven't been skinny for a while so for the last decade or so so I'm, I'm glad that i got rid of the alcohol beer belly a lot of it but um, i still got ways to go but then a lot of people are telling me they see bones they see the wrinkles on my face or I, or I call those wrinkles the tremors of the stress of all the hard work that I've been doing for four years at my current position. So all the stress marks are finally showing. Oh, yeah, you can see that underneath all that uh, Panda Express fat that I ate. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, so yay, anyone who's working to cut weight. Uh, oh, that, that's another thing. A lot of people are asking. It's like, what, what, what did I do? What did I do? Um, chicken, brown rice, broccoli. And I don't even eat you know and then calorie count so i i i'm, I'm still doing like 1100 1200 calories a day because thousand is really needed calorie deficit that's a big thing i you know aside from food and managing it i i generally don't eat dinner unless i go out and then yes i've been doing a lot of drinking too you know but try to get like non-fatty not too sugary drinks although some of you might go like yeah but tonic man that's a lot of sugar so I'm counting each gin and, gin and tonic as about 180 calories, 200 max or so. So sometimes I do like double shot and they're like less tonic water, please, just just more gin. And then you know, so and then ideal one would be like some kind of vodka combination. Vodka has the minimal number of calories and also well, alcohol with zero calories actually is tequila, but. I don't want to get smashed and sprain my ankle or something like I did a year ago when I was drunk and having too much fun running around the bar. So there's that. Uh, and then, oh, exercise-wise, I minimum 30-minute cardio. Um, I don't do treadmill because that's bad on my knee, and then I don't like running that way. So elliptical, I, I, I switch up between elliptical and then the uh, cross trainer, which is kind of like a Stairmaster. Stairmaster is way harder, to be honest. Um, so I make, I do both. Um, I, I go hard with a higher resistance in general. And also I, I do back paddling a lot too, not just going forward. You got to switch it up a bit so I can work my thighs as I slap my thighs over here. Uh, so I, I'll say 60, 40 going forward, going backward, um, 30 minutes, five minute cooldown time. Sometimes, you know, I mentioned before when I feel really groggy and don't feel like it, I do about 20 minutes, 18 minutes even. So um, I, I try to do that and then, um, you know, work on my arms, work on my chest, work on the legs. You know, I, I have those set days, although I'm, I'm trying to switch it up now where I can shock the muscles a little more. It's like, all right, let's 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 extend this. Let's do more flies, more extreme flies. I'm going to stretch out my chest as much as possible. You know, that kind of stuff. And then uh, dips, uh, different kinds of push-ups every day. Every day is a chest day, so so I can work different parts of the chest a little bit. It's not Dwayne Johnson, the rock handsome chest, but you know, it's at least I got rid of the moves, the man boobs. So uh, it's good. Oh my God, is this TMI? Is this TMI? Is this some? I don't know, whatever. So, but yeah, th th those are the things that I generally focus on. So I assume that I burn about a thousand calories a day. 
um just from the workout and then if you'll use a tracker like a gear fit or apple watch or something or fitbit you know just walking and thinking burns calories too so i look i watch my calorie intake as well but um i've been more conscious about the diet more and more you know try to eat before a couple hours before the workout and a couple hours after so i don't just deplete my muscle and just not lose all the muscle gains but um yeah so i'm just i'm slowly working on that now i'm I feel like I'm a little bit in a toning and then uh, maintaining stage a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to switch it up a bit and then I'll work on there. Uh, what else happened? Uh, I saw Logan on Saturday before I went to Portland Sunday out of nowhere. Um, that was a last second decision. So I, I recorded the uh, one hour interview with our good friend Bushan, which is going to come in the next coming weeks. I'm still editing it through. I'm trying to decide whether to do a one episode or do a split like I did last time with the two foreigners, one mic. We finally had a two mic system working, and I finally have a nice set where you can the guests can sit down on the couch, they can just like yell into the mic, and then have a conversation for a good hour. So it was pretty good. Uh, but after that, I, I I was I wanted to get the fuck out of the house again. It's like the the the, the anxiousness that I have is like I gotta get out, I gotta get out. So I decided to see either Logan or get out. And I decided to see Logan because I missed out for a couple weekends. And I got to the movie theater like 7 o'clock at night or something. I wanted to catch it early and hit the bar uh, after the movie. There are a lot of lines because the movie The Beauty and the Beast came out. And then they had two lines. And then going inside the theater, waiting for two IMAX theaters to open up. And also the line going into the theater with a ticket in my hand. I was a little worried a little bit. I was like, oh my god, I'm not going to find a seat. But going alone, like a single rider in Disneyland, it worked out pretty well. A lot of couples there, especially older couples. Uh, But I was like, I don't give a shit. I I just want to see Logan. I want to get it over with. So, hi, was Logan. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't think it is the best superhero movie like some people make it out to be. I think it has like a 92% certified fresh rating on the Rotten Tomatoes. But I just I just don't think it's at the Dark Knight level, if you want to put it in that context. Um, it, it was the most Wolverine, Wolverine-est Wolverine movie you could put out there. And I had one major disappointment not about the movie but then the approach they took is that not the logan itself but i wish they would have done this sooner with x-men and wolverine i know the rated r uh, superhero movie that that fad began with about a year ago when deadpool came out although that's more comedic than dramatic so this is really marvel's first uh dramatic rated r superhero movie and then some people don't call it a superhero movie it could be more like a dramatic movie i it felt like a sur- survivalist thriller drama in a sense and there so there are a lot of violent scenes you actually see where the claws hit in the body parts it's really bloody and cruel you get two chopped off heads uh fyi but uh i'm not going to get into too much spoilers here but there's some there's some gruel scenes and then the couples that i mentioned earlier husbands and boyfriends were happy girlfriends and the, the wives were like oh my god what the hell am i watching hugh jackman what are you doing and then not just hugh jackman but also the little girl who was playing x23 um wolverine clone child i guess uh is also pretty violent you know so and it, it reminded me of uh 
what people said about when pu- second Punisher movie came out, second Punisher Warzone. And after the first Punisher movie came out in 2004 with Thomas Jane and John Travolta, people went, eh, whatever. That was a bit of a PG-13 movie. They tried to get as violent as possible because that's the point of a Punisher. The Warzone movie, people said it is the most Punisher movie possible. And the Logan, I kind of felt that way too. It's a combination of about, I would say, about two to three major storylines from the comic books. Of course, the old man Logan is the closest one. But there, I think there is a bit of element of Death of a Wolverine, the comic, and then some other X-Men storylines. Um, but aside from the uh, comic origin storylines and then the canon it took, uh, I also, you know, they admitted it. They took a lot of influences in shows like the mo- other Western movies like Unforgiven, Shane. Oh, what was the other one? They mentioned the visuals of it. I can't remember another one, but it, it felt like it it took a lot of stylistic influences and then the camera angles and the visuals from those movies. And also the video game, the uh, PlayStation game called The Last of Us, which is considered the best ever PlayStation 3 game ever made, uh, which is about the zombie apocalypse with the diseased old man and a young girl trying to get through the, you know, survive and all that kind of like Walking Dead, but to an extreme and there was a one scene in the middle of the movie when Logan was driving the Wolverine and the little girl had her head over her the car window looking at the side of the road. That camera angle, that way they panned it, it felt a lot like The Last of Us near the end of the scene. Uh, so I, it, it, it was an homage, it was a clear reference, clear influence from that video game as well. And... It, it clearly was. And because of the lot of external influences the movie took, I really didn't feel like there was a lot of original stylistic take to it. Now, you could argue that Dark Knight was like, well, Dark Knight wasn't wholly original either. It took a lot of dramatic detective films. So one biggest example for Dark Knight would be the heat. You know, the color blue was the main thing. Um... But at the same time, the plot and the, the dialogue, although, yes, it took it from Batman and then the Joker and all those things, and then the Dark Knight, it, it still felt like a different universe. It felt like a real-world dramatic movie. Logan, on the other hand, it felt more realistic and sourced to the Logan character himself. The way they put the visuals together didn't feel original at all. And with all the Johnny Cash theme and all the Western movies and the video game influences. And, you know, some of the action sequences, I'll say pretty gruesome ones. It felt like John Wick. It's like somebody's, somebody mentioned that, like, I, I want to see John Wick too. But I was like, well, this essentially is John Wick with Wolverine and Claws. You know, so there was that. So because of that reason, it was a really good movie. But at the same time, uh, it didn't feel that it was original enough to justify itself to be on the top of the echelon of the comic book movies, if you want to put it there. So there's that stylistically that I was a little annoyed, not annoyed, but it, it, it that was certainly on the back of my mind as I was watching this movie. Now, plot wise, there are certainly a lot of plot holes in this because if you follow the X-Men movie franchise since the beginning, when the first X-Men in 2000 came out. It took a weird set of turns. So you had the original X-Men trilogy. And you had the uh, 
the first two Wolverine movies, the X-Men Origins, and then the Wolverine when he went to Japan, which were PG-13 movies. And also there was the, the new First Class, and then the newer X-Men came out, and then the Deadpool last year. I don't know which timeline goes with what. It's, it's very confusing. And then s- certainly they reference some of the storylines from those different points but i was like so confused but once you're watching this movie and get into it for 144 minutes you kind of don't think about it although when they reference it it's like what happened with all the mutants what happened and then you kind of get the gist of it but i guess that's a point of the movie because the central focus is on logan and this little girl not the universe itself and what happens no matter what happened just just look at logan and his dramatic struggles and then some of the, you know, the weakness that Logan showed, as you might have seen in the trailer, his self-healing ability, aside from the adamantium-covered bone that he has with the claws. There's some elements that I was just confused, you know, thinking about it afterwards in the movie. I was like, wow, some of these things don't make sense. And Alex, actually, where, when this, where this episode is tributed to, uh, he said that the movie felt too long, but I, I'll be honest, I didn't feel that it was too long, um, I thought it was just enough, it was paced very well, but the second half of the movie, when, uh, it, it felt like the Lord of the Flies with a lot of younger mutants, like the little girl, were showing up, I was just like, if the mutants, if the young mutant kids figured out how to get to where they were, how come they couldn't figure out at the end? That kind of shit got into me. Why, why is Logan the only adult figuring this shit out for them? What the fuck is this? Where's a, where's a mother? Where's a father? So anyways, so there's a bit of a plot holes and twists there, but you know, the, the movie where it, way it goes, I would say is fairly predictable. Nothing surprising. N- there's no post or mid credit scene either, so don't just sit there in the theater if you haven't seen it. And then, um, yeah, it, it was a it was a very enjoyable action flick, which is what I wanted. I've been, I I'm not so anal about movie ratings anymore. As long as I'm happy watching it, especially with action movies like John Wick, or the uh, what was the Denzel movie last year that I saw? I don't remember. I just want to see stupid action, and then I just want to see the stupid like a simple resolution to it, and then then I'm glad then I'm gonna gladly pay for you know twelve dollars, fourteen dollars, or whatever whatever that weekend may be, and I thoroughly enjoy the movie, uh, despite the plot holes and confusing timelines relative to other universes. Now, uh, if you don't know, Hugh Jackman said that this is the last time he's going to play Wolverine, and Ryan Reynolds asked for a Deadpool Wolverine movie. Will that happen? I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. And then, uh, I don't think it will happen the way the movie went, and then uh, when the Logan ended, I just said, yeah, you know what? This is how the Logan character should go. So without spoiling it so much, I hope I hope they keep the course and, you know, don't recast Wolverine for the sake of recasting it like Spider-Man. You know, we've had three different Spider-Mans in 15 years, less than two decades. I don't want that with Wolverine. I want some legacy and then I want this to sink in a little bit because Wolverine is a very complicated anti-hero character and I want that to sink in, you know. Don't just bring him back with a different person in it, like Tom Hardy or somebody else, you know, like Norman Reedus or something, like people are suggesting. I, I don't want that right now. It's like, we need some time away from Logan, you know? So, is there, what is the future of the X-Men franchise? You know, the weird confusing timelines and the Deadpool coming up, maybe that presents a new opportunity. Maybe we need something new, something fresh. And, uh, you know, so... 
there's that. There's my review of the movie Logan. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on this episode. I want to keep it in 30 minutes like I I usually did uh, until the lot of travel logging that I've been doing. Um, Whoa, March Madness. I want to get to that a little bit. So how's your bracket been? I know it's a little bit of a weird segue, but uh, I did not fill out my bracket this year. I've been filling out bracket for 12 years, 13 years or so, but this year is the first time I didn't fill it out. I, I got killed in 2015 and 16, like many people. The first two days were just, just disaster. You know, a lot of red that you get, a lot of upsets that happen. And so it, your many people's brackets were all crossed out in red. It looked like the 1987 Black Monday stock market crash. Uh, but And then also, because of all the travels and other things I've been doing, I, I, I didn't have time to fill out the brackets. And I said, you know what, fuck it. I'll just enjoy the basketball as a fan and just cheer on my school colorado didn't make it unfortunately but uh michigan did they're i think they're the hottest team in the country right now they won what 12 out of 14 so far and you know tournaments short tournaments like this it's 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 the streaks it's the run so hottest team coming in has a highest chance of winning and they really look good so far i i'll be honest before i went to portland i gave up i watched the first half and i said fuck it this is hopeless they were down by nine and for some reason, referees favor Louisville so much. This is a revenge game for 2013 finals. And I, I still cannot forget that referee call when Trey, Trey Burke went up and blocked the guy. And his hand was on the ball, on the board. Didn't even touch the guy. But then the referee called a foul five minutes to go to the game. That, that, that changed the ties in that game. I'm still mad about that. Michigan should have won that game. Ugh. But then, uh, you know, Louisville was up nine. And then they got four points. They got two, two. They got four free throws off of two clean steals from the Wagner, the German player, and the, the the Michigan. And I was fucking furious. I was like, "Why the fuck are you giving that call?" That was a clean touch. They didn't even touch the guy's arm. They got the ball first and got the arm. That doesn't make sense. And then I was fucking furious. Like Michigan was making a run at the end of the first half, and they were like down by three or one or something and then they started getting freebies getting all the fouls and i said fuck it this game's over the referees are favoring rick patino at this stage and i hate rick patino i'll be honest i hate him i think he's a scam so but you know as i was driving to portland and as soon as i got there two and a half hours afterwards like oh they won i was like what the fuck they they, they were up eight or they were down nine louisville was like hey what the fuck happened and then uh, things happen and then uh as always i cannot watch the michigan team basketball or football where they lose i i you know what I, maybe, maybe it's a sign i should stop watching sports on tv and get emotional you know i if i watch them they start struggling they lose so they're gonna play oregon this weekend no not a weekend thursday thursday at 7 7 p.m eastern standard time no daylight savings time edt but uh I, i'll maybe watch the first half i'll just watch the second half but i don't think i'll watch it <laughs> if I don't watch it, they win. Same as the uh, first game against Oklahoma State. So I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. They were they were down when I was kind of following them in the morning. And then like, oh, fuck. And then as soon as I stopped following, they win. So maybe maybe, maybe I'm the I'm the bad omen. I'm, I'm the bad voodoo. Maybe it's like the Toronto Maple Leafs. I cannot go see them in person. So I'll sacrifice for the greater good. So go blue. Uh, in the other side of the bracket, the big news. The defending champs, Villanova, lost to Wisconsin Badgers, which is a little bit shocking given that I thought Villanova had the strongest core. You know, a lot of the juniors coming back as in their senior year. Uh, but Wisconsin played really good. And then everyone's shooting on Big Ten, you know, basketball teams. But 
Week 10's been really good so far. Purdue's still there. Purdue's going to play, uh, what was it, Kansas. And the winner of that is going to play the winner of Michigan and uh, Oregon. And Duke lost to South Carolina. So South has risen again in the battles of Carolina is here. So that was shocking. And the Duke has a lot of talent, you know, a lot of one-and-done players, similar to Kentucky, similar to UCLA. Uh, Arizona got through too, uh, but... You know, Arizona, when I, I saw them play St. Mary's, they were down quite a bit, like by nine, but they came back and beat them by nine. Uh, but I don't think Arizona's g that great. Although they're talented, I don't know if they have it in them to go far. UCLA is definitely offensively talented. Lamar Ball, uh, the, you know, his dad's talking a lot. Lonzo Ball's talking a lot of shit, but Lamar is really good. I think he should go to the Lakers. I think he should be the point guard, not D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Kansas has been really good. They're the number one team in the country for sure. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. North Carolina has been really good too, but they, they've been battling through ACC quite a bit as well. Uh, Gonzaga, the local team here in the state of Washington, uh, they have had a really good program, but I, they really never get beyond Sweet 16. They have a really easy schedule in the West Coast Conference, WCC. I know they only have one loss, but I don't think they have it in them to go. Um... I know they take, took care of their business in the first round and against Northwestern, but Northwestern kind of made their run in the second half. Um, so I I still think it, it's it's Kansas, uh, North Carolina's to win. Uh, UCLA has to play North Carolina in that bracket, I think. But um, yeah, and uh, number there's only one double-digit ranked team alive, Xavier. I don't know why they were ranked so low, cause Xavier's always been a good team. And then uh, I, th I think they'll give a game. They'll give a game to Arizona. And Oregon's been a really good team too. But then the they got a couple Canadian kids on there. Uh, one f one guy in the front court he hurt his knee during the Pac-12 tournament. So I I was favoring Oregon before the tournament, but as soon as this kid got hurt, I kind of stopped giving Oregon a chance. So uh, I think Michigan's gonna give him a game. And then Oregon historically has not played Big Ten team really good in the tournaments. I think they're one and two all time ever since they, you know, started playing in the tournament in 1939. That was a stat line that I saw. So I think Michigan's going to give it a game. They're the hottest team in the country. So um, I hope they make it to Elite Eight and play the winner of Kansas-Purdue. I'm secretly wishing for Purdue. I want to see the Big Ten matchup. I want to see Big Ten do well. Wisconsin, I hope they do well too. Uh, it's a tougher road for them. But Big Ten's been good uh, as much as they get shut on a lot. ACC actually struggled. Like ACC, like Florida State, they were number three ranked in their region. And they got fucking killed. And Duke lost. Only like North Carolina's left. Syracuse is not in. So who gives a shit about ACC? Virginia and Virginia Tech got killed in this tournament. Virginia especially. So like, wow, how'd that happen? And uh, Pac-12 teams are still there. Oregon. LA and Arizona but I don't know they're they're really one and done dependent teams uh I think UCLA is playing Kentucky but I don't Kentucky's really talented but I don't know if that's a championship caliber team like if they play Kansas or North Carolina at the end I think North Carolina is gonna kill them I'll be honest so uh I don't have a particular pick I just hope that Michigan gets through if they get to the elite eight I mean, the fact that they got to Sweet 16 so far is an achievement, but I think they're really on a roll. I think they really have a chance to go far. They're legitimate contenders. And Kansas-Purdue, I, I want to watch that game too, see, see how that pans out. So, um, what's...
Alright, for some reason the audio just cut off there, so I'm going to keep this short because I'm already over 30 minutes. Alright, what's my pick for Final Four since the Final Four is going to be decided tonight? Uh, I think, so matchups, Wisconsin-Florida, Wisconsin wins, Baylor-South Carolina, Baylor wins, so it's going to be Wisconsin-Baylor Ooh, in the East region. I'm going to say Wisconsin, make it to Final Four. Gonzaga-West Virginia, West Virginia wins. Xavier-Arizona, Arizona wins. Arizona versus West Virginia in the West region. Who's going to win? Arizona. So Arizona is going to make the Final Four. Kansas-Purdue, Kansas wins. Michigan-Oregon, Michigan wins. Michigan-Kansas, my heart says Michigan, but brain says Kansas. So Kansas is going to make it out of the Midwest. All right, last region, South. North Carolina versus, versus Butler, North Carolina. UCLA-UK, Kentucky. UCLA, UCLA versus UNC in the South final in the Elite Eight. Who's going to win? North Carolina. So my final four pick are Wisconsin, Kansas, Arizona, and North Carolina. Who's going to win out of that? I'm going to review that next week. So uh, I'm going to leave it there. Make sure you subscribe. iTunes, uh, AA Show with a thumbs up. Alex, review, review, goddammit. You don't have iPhone, so you got to do it on Google Play Music or SoundCloud or Facebook. I don't know. Google Play Music, I'm there. I know it's hard to find podcasts on Google Play Music, uh, the, the music app, Google Apps in general. I'm going to talk about that one day. Google products, why they're so shit at times. SoundCloud, that's where this thing is uploaded. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, I'm all on there. Twitter, what AA show? Again, what AA show? All one word. Email, what, uh, not what AA, AA-show at outlook.com. Email, if you still email, is AA-show at outlook.com. All right. Thank you, and then uh, we'll come back with the Bushan interview next week. The two foreigners, one mic, although we have two mics this time. So uh, we'll get back into you next week. Have a great spring. Have a great rest of the week, and then I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.